Hey, it's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It is Wednesday hump day. Oh, man, I just reading uh, Twitter messages. It's crazy. Uh, social media is a nightmare. It really is. Uh, Chris, Mark, drop us into the nether regions of all things confusion in the world we live in. Uh, and Lisa Page in the hot seat. Good to see I'm you. I'm here. Got your moo on? I do. You're like a Hillary Clinton moo-moo. I oh, like sh- don't compare me to Hillary Clinton. You have a colostomy bag, too? <laughs> <laughs> hey. I, can ha- I can hide a lot more than that under this What? <laughs> you have a child in there. I sure do. My body, my choice. Um, listen, I want to uh, clarify something. So we uh, had announced that we had the show in Waco on Friday night, the 15th. And then there was some confusion. We actually came out and announced that the show had been canceled. Some had said postponed, rescheduled, whatever phrase you want to use because of some confusion that was there. Uh, and it was. It was. And, and there were a lot of blame shifting going on. People were blaming us. People were blaming the venue. Neither of us should have been blamed. Neither I or the Hippodrome there in Waco. Uh, it wasn't us. It was the promoter. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Because, again, we didn't have all the information. And uh, the show is back on. Okay, so it's going to be. We just renamed it, rebranded it, the whole thing. <laughs> Talked to the venue. And we just said, hey, um, a lot of you are watching this going, we don't know what the hell's going on. We don't care about Waco, Texas. Well, I'm just telling you. Um, and, and I'm going to make a principle about this here in a second that that'll be universal for all of you. Uh, <laughs> the uh, We're back. Oh, we talked to him. We said, let's rebrand this thing. We Let's just let people who have already bought the ticket, several hundred people. So we're still going to be there in Waco Friday night at the Hippodrome, 730 show. You can get your information at watchchad.com. Come out and hang out with us. Might tell more of the story when I'm live and in person, but uh, let me just let me just here's the principle: do not use COVID as an excuse to get out of something you don't want to do. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Don't like people just want to hit the nuclear option, right? And say, you know what? I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I don't want to fork out the money that it's going to take to do that. Whatever it is, whatever. Don't use COVID as an excuse. I don't have COVID. Nobody on my team has COVID. Nobody at the uh, venue has COVID, blah, blah, blah. So um, don't use that as an excuse. It's very, very awkward. And trust me, when I, and people were like, so I made a comment about it. I said, like, it's, you know, they were coming at the Hippodrome. The Hippodrome, which is the venue, was getting, of course, some nasty grams and some bad emails. It wasn't there. It wasn't theirs. I mean, they got blindsided by it. Yeah, they had no idea. It. We got blindsided mm-hmm. by it. And then I saw the text messages. Uh, saying, it's a COVID issue. We need to reschedule. What it, issue? It's so, so people were like, does Chad have COVID? No, I'm a, I'm a pure blood. I'm a pure blood with uh, antibodies and everything. Uh, I, I'm still pure blood. If, like, if I did not have a vasectomy, I would sell this off <laughs> oh for big money. Like, I'm just telling you, there's a market. <laughs> buku bucks. There's a bu- buku. Yeah. Buku bucks. Uh, there's, a, there's big money in uh, pure blood seed, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, like, I think that this is going to come down. Like, you can almost write the script for this epic drama, uh, this miniseries, where, where you have the pure bloods versus the uh, whatever. We'll come up with a name, but, you know. I'm a member of the Pure Bloods. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the show is back on. And uh, we had even Steve Helms, Texas legend Steve Helms and I, we'd made plans to go down to the pre-party uh, Friday night in, in Tomball, Texas uh, for the Boots for Troops event where we're going to be Saturday for the concert in the country. We will still be there. That's Saturday the 16th. Uh, you can go to watchchad.com and get information for that as well. Going to be there with about three or 4,000 of our closest friends. 
And uh, going to be a big outdoor party, cook-off, got a bunch of bands coming, going to be fun, raising money for the troops. Incredible stuff. Lisa, how have you been? Oh, just great. You went to the gala, Glenn's uh, Mercury One Gala. The Renewing Kindness, yes. Okay. That was Saturday night. We That was a last minute. We didn't even, Stu's like, I didn't even know we were having this until three days before. So, uh, but we, we made it. It was great. Um, I didn't like expect to stay for the whole thing but once they got going i was like we cannot leave right now i was reading some of the stuff like you put out some of the releases of things that we will promise not to lie and and i pledge say, it, i pledge to not say things that i don't 100 believe i'm like i can't i can't agree to any of this <laughs> well it was always it, but I mean, it was definitely what we all believe and think yeah. and know so you know well i was having a little wrestling match inside of myself because one of the things was you know hey i'm not going to put anything out there that that could be proven false or whatever I'm like well i don't know right until it's proven false but until then it's speculation well of course every social media platform will take it down anyway so yeah you're really not taking any risk there yeah, by i mean that's signing. the thing i can't tell the truth anymore because i'm being censored oh yeah oh i'm i'm now banned from going live on my other account so now i can't even go live on anything yeah well yeah. you know i don't me. understand how that works so i i think i told you guys i posted a video back in 2017 january 2017 <laughs> that says i beat my kids uh they wanted to dock me for that i, I appealed and they came back uh they were gonna put me in 30 days of facebook jail for that uh it's amazing you can go to facebook jail from facebook jail but i i apparently can <laughs> uh and and the whole thing was about i beat my kids at chess i don't just let them win right and we talk about things like that in this book am i crazy uh if you haven't gotten the book get it we're on the bestseller list on a number of different categories so pretty exciting stuff i'm doing nonstop media about every 15 minutes i'm on another television or radio station talking about it and just having a blast doing it. i do a lot of media anyway but yes. this is a lot like this is seven o'clock till 10 o'clock at night seven in the morning until 10 o'clock at night that, that we're just going 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 so it's yeah. good i appreciate the support from everybody i was gonna say what people don't see with you is that every time we go to a commercial break you're on the phone with somebody else like yeah. i honestly don't know how you do it i don't know really do for either. real and i'm controlling my own calendar right now so all my scheduling my booker and all that stuff like there she's just sending it directly to me there's no middleman it's just yeah. like me controlling the calendar cp don't need no assistant it's man. a lot yo no way hey it's crazy how fast the prices of just about everything are going up gas groceries clothes you name it uh the experts quote unquote are saying it's going to get worse before it gets better i've been looking at all the ways i can personally cut costs ways to save where i can it started with uh my auto insurance gotta get gabby folks shopping for auto insurance absolutely sucks i understand that you understand that uh gabby understands that that's why they do all the work for you things that could take days or weeks gabby will do in minutes gabby uses your current policy to compare your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers that are out there uh some of the ones you know very very well uh they're the one true comparison platform with fast verifiable quotes not ballpark guesses and because gabby uses your current coverage they only show the policies that are relevant to you they're the same or better uh, than your current coverage and many of them at a lower price uh, it's free to use they're never going to sell your info, so you don't have to worry about all the robocalls or the spam. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to Gabby.com slash Chad. Watch Chad. Let me get it right. Gabby.com slash watch Chad. See how much money they could save you. Gabby.com slash watch Chad. Get that insurance, baby. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
So, uh, the book is out, Am I Crazy? An Unapologetic Patriot Takes on the Insanity of Today's Woke World. And I keep saying that this is my uh, my uh, common sense guide to the end of the world, right? This is a clown show we are living in. I, I've changed the term from clown show to a clown car, Lisa, because I don't know what clown's going to get out next. <laughs> Like we, know, just, we know Joe Biden ain't driving that car. <laughs> no, he's got the dude on the other side that is actually controlling the thing. Yes. Right? True. He's in the clown car, yes. but we never know which clown is about to jump out. Uh, I have just had a blast with this story. I've been saying it on radio interviews uh, since yesterday. And people keep going, that's not that. She didn't say that. Oh, she said it. Mm-hmm. She said it. This, I like, I was telling Mark earlier, like, this is the cherry on top of the cake. Like, this is the Sunday is done. Like, there, nothing worse than this can ever come out. This is when you have mental damage right here. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato, of course, likes to be, she's, she's a they. Mm-hmm. That's, that's her pronoun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not singular. She's mm-hmm. plural. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know who she is. That, they call that schizophrenia, folks. <laughs> Three faces of Eve. All right, that's what that is. This is when, you know, this is this is Norman Bates kind of stuff mm-hmm. going on right here. This is, what's that uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie where the dude was crawling on the walls and stuff, did, had all the multiple personalities. Oh, Remember Split. That? Split. Yes. That's it. With uh, James, whatever his name is, Mick, Mick, whatever. I like that guy. He's a good actor. Um, anyway, Demi Lovato. Says calling extraterrestrials aliens is offensive. I, like I, I can't. I, I, uh. Uh, <laughs> How does she know? Is she one? Is she one? Like if you peel back the skin, is she a lizard person? Well, she's so crazy. She probably legitimately talks to a- aliens when she's by herself. Like that is how insane this girl is. She's crazy. She calls them ETs. Oh. That's what she said. I call them ETs. Oh, no. Good. All these aliens, do us a favor and take her away. Just please come scoop her from Earth and bring her somewhere not here. So, like, I, she said, I think that we have to stop calling them aliens because aliens is a derogatory term for anything. Well, it's from the Latin alias. And uh, <laughs> it just means to be from another place. That's it. Well, we all know she's from another place. Cuckoosville. She's from, she's from yeah, yeah. The one town. Ain't, the bird ain't flying over to Cuckoo's nest. It's sitting in the nest. It's <laughs> that, sitting right there with the eggs. It is there having babies in the nest. Yeah. So, like, this is the kind of thing, like, this is what I'm trying to point out, like, in the book, is I'm trying to help you understand, folks, that if we keep going off to la-la land mm-hmm. and embracing the my truth philosophy of existence— we're going to keep getting this kind of garbage, mm-hmm. right? And it matters because this type of existentialism and postmodernism and philosophy of thought is taking you into a place where there is there becomes no foundational basis for anything, mm-hmm. anything. So if you continue to entertain this type of logic, which is no logic at all, and calling this normal, you normalize this type of thinking, uh, this is the kind of thing where suddenly you, you don't, you can't make an assertion about anything anymore. Mm-mm. Like you, you can't. That's that. That's why now you can come in and call um, these parents at the school boards domestic terrorists. Yes. Why not? I mean, because you say, well, no, they're parents. Well, no, that's not how we define them mm-hmm. anymore. It's because there's no foundational basis anymore. There, there's nothing. There's no hooks to grab onto, right? 
So this, this is the kind of thing, and you say, well, that doesn't matter. This is just another cuckoo entertainer that's the, well, okay, I agree with you, but we keep elevating these people's voices to a point of uh, apparently we give a shit mm -hmm. what they have to say. I, I don't give a shit what they have to say, right? I Like, it doesn't offend me that Dave Chappelle came out and had a rant about genders and, you know, Gender is a fact. I mean, that's what pissed everybody off. Yep. Well, see, you can't, that's what he said. I quote, gender is a fact. Well, everybody came at him. They want to cancel him. And, and again, it wasn't, and we talked about this with uh, uh, Adele, who looks good, by the way. She's looking good. She does look She's bomb. always looked good, but she looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm starting to question myself. I might have a crush on Adele. I don't know. I think you do, because now she's. I don't know. Skinny. Well, I don't. I, don't, I like. I thought she was attractive when she was heavier. I, I, no, just, but she but, does look. I mean, she was pretty as a bigger girl. Yeah. But she's freaking bomb now. Yeah. But God, getting back some, to Demi Lovato, she's insane. That's fat shaming. I, that was, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one wearing the muumuu, everybody. So don't be too offended. Yeah, no, it's your time of the month. We know you're bloat. You're bloating. I am. <gasps> There's bloat. There's Lisa bloat. Yep. So, <laughs> um, so. Like, I don't care that he came out and said that. And people say, well, of course, because you agree with Dave Chappelle, la, 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 la. Nobody that was in the room with Dave Chappelle when he said it had a problem with it. Everybody clapped. The audience went crazy, right? It's the people through the keyboard. It's the people through the screen. These are the people who are dictating to our worlds what's acceptable anymore. So when, uh, um, God, what's his name? Jim Jeffries, who's a comedian who I don't agree with on a political spectrum, uh, comes out and goes on his rants about getting rid of guns. He's Australian. Uh, I still laugh at his comedy. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with his philosophy, right, yes. but he's funny as yes, hell. Yes, yes, yes. Right? So, so, so I don't play the hypocrite in that regard. It's actual comedy, and I can appreciate what he says, and it's really funny. The Dave Chappelle stuff, what, I mean, I watched it, and I was laughing too. So I haven't watched the full thing. Oh. I've seen the clips, and I know he's funny. Get Look, your popcorn. Dave's, and let me tell you something. Dave, um, I won't pretend like I have some kind of personal relationship with Dave. Been around Dave. We got mutual friends. Been in the same places. Super nice guy. Mm -hmm. Like, just a nice guy. Yeah. And a genius. I mean, lives up, way up here. Glenn Beck kind of IQ, but funny. <laughs> he doesn't cry as much? You're saying he does, he's not a crier? What's that? I said, you're, he's not a crier? You're saying Dave Chappelle's not a crier? No. 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 Uh, just a good dude. And so I, I'm a, he comes out and he says what he says. And, and so everybody's like, oh, we're going to cancel him. And I love his response. That's why I keep telling you, you got to be unapologetic, folks. Mm -hmm. Got to be unapologetic. I'm not saying you can't own your mistakes. Yeah. You can't admit when you put your foot in your mouth and be like, eh. But if you don't, he comes out and he says, if this is cancel culture, then F it. Bring on more of it. Right. Because this, this is, is great it, material. Right? This yeah. is good stuff. And he can also get away with doing that because he makes about $70 million every time they do one of these mm -hmm. Netflix specials. And I also read that Netflix is not pulling it off. No, they're backing him. They are, the yeah, CEO good. of Netflix yep. is back. I mean, look, it's comedy. I know. There's two places for free speech. And, I, and I'm going to keep hammering this. I know I said, I've said it already this week. I'm going to say it some more. The pulpit, comedy stage. There's two places. Both have been watered down. Like the pulpit has gotten so, the church has gotten so commercialized and disenfranchised from what, it, what it's supposed to be. You know, it's no different than going to the mall or, or going to the Starbucks in some places and hearing a good motivational speech, right? Mm -hmm. You go in there and you hear something that's some kind of watered-down pablum. It doesn't make you uncomfortable. It, again, it leads you to feel good about yourself mm -hmm. and uh, applaud. And, and also, by comparison, the comedy stage is supposed to make you uncomfortable. It's supposed to be 
uh, not only self-deprecating for the person on stage, but also is supposed to be a little bit rude and insulting and revealing to the person in the audience. So then you look at yourself and you laugh at yourself. Uh, you know, George Carlin, Lenny Bruce, so many others went to jail in the 50s for telling jokes, right? Uh, this is the comedy equivalent of a Martin Luther King Jr., mm -hmm. right? They, they were willing to pay the sacrifice mm -hmm. for free speech and be able to tell jokes. But these days, comics, they don't want laughs. They want applause. They, they, they're, they're after approval. And uh, that ain't comedy. That's just that's simply not comedy. Uh, I, you know, I do comedy. I, I've, I've tried to always honor the craft of comedy. Um, and I, I go out and I do these shows. And I used to tell people all the time, I said, I, I'm not a comic. Like, I, I, you know, until I can really honor the craft of comedy and there's a craft to it. I'm like, until then, I'm a storyteller that has some humor put in there. And I think I've come a long way in that regard. But and, in, in all of that, in all of that, Lisa, hmm. in all of that, um, this is the kind of thing we, 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 these people who come through the, the screens and the keyboards and want to cancel everybody. And it, it, like they we're giving them power, mm -hmm. right. To shut our voices down. But then at the same time, we're elevating these voices like Demi Lovato, mm -hmm. who talks about it's offensive mm -hmm. to extraterrestrials to call them aliens. We're elevating this sense of, of moronic imbecilical logic that's out there and saying, Oh, let's put this in Rolling Stone magazine. When you should say, shut up. Like, that, no. No, we're not, you know. Yeah, like, maybe not report everything she says. It's Demi Lovato. Right. There's, it's, it's not uh, a big surprise <laughs> to anybody that has followed her over the years. No, she's got a couple screws loose. A lot of so screws loose. So why are we acknowledging her? And honestly, not she. They have they, screws sorry. loose. Oh, gosh. Uh, and, and let me just say, let me they. just say, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, I want to welcome... Any extraterrestrial from outer space onto this show. Like, we'll move Lisa out and, like, just come on the show. They will take me away. I want to sit down and I want to get a firsthand experience of, of the pain that you've experienced from being called an alien. Um, and, and I want to hear your story. So, it, you know, send it out into the cyber waves. Uh, let's get Glenn or Pat Gray, because neither of them are from this planet. Uh, and let's see if they can maybe communicate with some of the folks that are out there. And uh, get them in here. Get them in the studio. So, ah, uh, gosh. And did you hear, by the way, did you hear, this isn't in the, in the show notes here, uh, Chris, but uh, talking about aliens, you know, Kamala Harris did her little commercial about, you're going to go to space. Oh, my God, space. She's talking to the kids, right? Well, it turns out that uh, <laughs> the kids were child actors. They had to uh, audition. This was through NASA, I think. And I saw the little audition tape of, hi, I'm Joey, and I wanted to be on Barney, but now, <laughs> meh, you know, <laughs> now I want to go to space. And they're like, you're hired. And then they'll go, hi, my name is Shandiqua, and I'm smart and sassy. You're hired. And so they bring them in there to sit down with Kamala Harris, who's the biggest actor of them mm -hmm. all. And they're like, they don't want to worry about, you're going to see the craters of the moon with your own eyes. <laughs> and it's so cringy. And those kids are going, oh, and I'd love to know what these kids got paid for this gig, right? Uh -huh. So you got a president who's getting the blah, blah uh, booster in a fake setting. Right. Like, it's, it's not even the White House. Like, you have the actual White House you could be doing this in. That set was probably in his basement in his Delaware house. <laughs> but they're saying, like, he can't read the teleprompter in the Oval Office. So he, he needs to build a whole other set. And so, so that's fake. 
And then you have Kamala, who's got the fake kids. They're not even real kids. I don't even think they're real kids. They're, they're like midget actors. I don't know. <laughs> but they're in there doing this. And, and she's like, oh, and then, can, oh, I'm so excited about space. I wish you cared about terra firma, mm -hmm. Kamala, mm -hmm. like the southern border. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish you cared about the, you know, the border czar. I wish you cared about what was happening here on Earth. Right? Yeah. Because those aliens... They offend me uh, <laughs> like that, like those illegals that are coming in here by the tens of thousands, by the hordes that are coming in here. They're offensive to me. So so there you go, Demi Lovato. Mm -hmm. and we're not worried about offending the aliens. The aliens offend me. Mm -hmm. This is a problem. So I wish that Kamala Harris would uh, would focus on Earth, focus on the country that she was hired to help run. And uh, quit playing these theatrical games. But you notice they're keeping her out of sight because oh, yeah. Joe Biden's, Joe Biden's, uh, his approval rating's like at thirty percent. Oh, it's now. so great! I love and it. And this is this is from liberal leaning yes, polls. Yes, even moderates are coming out and they don't agree with anything he's doing. It's so satisfying to see his numbers plummet every day. Here's what you do: if it comes from the Biden administration, don't just don't do it. Like, go the other way. Opposite. Do because the opposite. this is a train wreck. And right. it's going to hit critical mass. Oh, yeah. Soon enough, it's oh, going to sure. hit critical mass. Where we're, the whole place is going to say, okay. You know those little, those little, those little brake lines that are in mm -hmm. the train or in the, or in the bus or whatever? It's going to be like everybody at once is going to go, and everything's just going to go slide into the front. And everybody's going to go, okay, wait a minute. Because, look, perfect example. Everything in this administration, everything it touches, it just sucks, right? Yeah. So you take... Supply chain issues that are going on because you got thousands of ships, cargo ships that are off the coast. They can't get in, you know, Savannah, Georgia. Off, they can't get in. You know why? Because Pete Buttigieg, they were so woke. They were so woke. They had a, a, a female of color for the vice president. They put a gay man who was the who was the mayor of Fort Wayne uh, in as secretary of transportation. This is all on him. Mm -hmm. This is all on him. So he goes from having a fleet of forty-seven city buses. To have an $87 billion budget for as a Secretary of Transportation. You talk about being undermanned and absolutely inadequate for a job. But we were so woke, mm -hmm. we put we put the little gal, gay Alfred E. Newman in there as a secretary, right? Because we keep putting these people who are inept. Mm -hmm. We're appointing the wrong people. Mm -hmm. But I miss mean tweets, folks. It's, I'm just going to say they were mean. Quite frankly, they were mean. <laughs> but it was so true. They were so true. Uh, anyway. A uh, lot of stuff to get into. We're not even done. This fall, as you get back into the swing of things, Bespoke Post is here with a new seasonal lineup of must-have box of awesome collections. Bespoke Post partners with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered from autumn craft beers to cozy threads and camping gear essentials. Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Uh, I love it. I, in fact, I think it's time for my new Box of Awesome to come in, and I love every month when that sucker shows up because it's just cool stuff. So what you do is you take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. The answers are going to help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They're going to release new boxes every single month across a ton of different categories. Free to sign up. Skip a month if you need to. Cancel anytime. Each box. It only costs $45, but you get over $70 worth of gear inside. Plus, with each uh, box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. So, 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com. Enter the code WATCHCHAD at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com. Use code WATCHCHAD for 20% off your first box. We'll be back!
All right, let's talk about hypocrisy for a minute. You know, we talked about the other day uh, about the new gay Superman, right? I keep saying the gay Batman, and people are like, what? And I'm like, okay. That's next. I, probably. <laughs> He's next. So it's, it's, it's like to qualify the story, it's Superman's son is now bisexual. He's the new Superman, right? And so we've seen the images, and it's so crazy. Here, here's why it matters, folks. Here, here's the issue that I have with it. Now, I want you to imagine with me for just a moment being a consenting member of an increasingly large group of people whose goal it was to completely sweep clean the well-established milieu of a particular subset of Hollywood productions, both film and TV. In short, imagine if we decided that it was high time to go through and replace, for example, all gay characters with straight ones. Now, we got to shoot new versions of a lot of stuff, right? There's going to be a straight eye for the straight guy. I mean, imagine there's going to be a lot of flannel and cargo shorts in that. RuPaul's drag race will have to be replaced with NASCAR. Mm -hmm. I guess, I mean, good Lord, we're going to have to remake every single Tom Cruise movie and get a straight person for that. Uh, but it's all for an incredibly important cause. Let's make sure we infuse all these gay shows and movies with straight people. Okay. Of course, if you're thinking that would make us monsters, well, you're right. See, we tell stories about straight people, we tell stories about gay people, and everything in between. I feel no particular compulsion to force what I think about the whole matter on anyone, especially in the world of entertainment. Now, as long as Netflix doesn't run out of room, and I don't think they will, they can make as many movies and shows about two dudes going down to pound town all they want. Now, what I want us to look at is look at it in reverse. Why'd they have to make the new Superman bisexual? What the hell is the point of that? Now, since 1938, Superman has been an icon of Americana, on par with Route 66, apple pie, baseball, looking at your phones while eating cheeseburgers and ignoring our children. Listen, Jerry Siegel, the co-creator of Superman, once said that he was the, quote, champion of the oppressed, the physical marvel who had sworn to devote his existence in helping those in need. Now, I can hear some of you even now saying, okay, so why couldn't a bisexual character accomplish all of that? Well, point of fact, a bisexual character could. And if that was the point to all of this, we wouldn't be having this little fireside chat. Yes, I know, the new Superman isn't Clark Kent. It's the son of Clark Kent. So chill out, nerds. Why would it be a big deal to make him a little light in the red booties? Because the underlying agenda remains the same. The goal of the left, the goal of the progressives, the goal of these lunatics, and write this down, because it's always, always going to be on the test, folks. It's always, always, always to subvert the dominant paradigm. If you think that making Superman or even Superman's son by is about fostering inclusiveness in the entertainment sphere and throwing off the chains of wild oppression against the wide, woke world of the LGBTQ plus community, you've missed the mark. The point is control. It's always been that way. This whole getting you to see things my way notion can never be the real underlying cause when it comes to the left because what they believe changes with the wind, often at breakneck speed. Now, don't fall for it, folks. And in the world of Star Wars, Admiral Akbar, who will undoubtedly be a gay fish in the next Star Wars movie, it's a trap! <laughs> don't fall for it, folks. Do not fall for it. Golly. I can't believe I get that worked up over a, a drawn cartoon. <laughs> I mean, but who's bringing their kid to see that? Well, it's a, it's a comic book, right? Well, but it's still. It's a comic book. 
Do you know that the, the, the headquarters address, I was telling Mark about this. When I was a little kid, I grew up in a church home. There was a demon behind every bush. Everything was evil. <laughs> uh, and I noticed it because when I read a book, I read it all. Like I read everything, the copyright mm -hmm. page, mm -hmm. the footnotes. I read it all. So I'd read the comic books. I was never a DC fan because one day I was reading a comic book and I happened to look at the address. You know, the address of the headquarters of DC is 666 Park oh. Avenue, oh. New York, New York. And I was like, never again. Well, the I, devil. That was when I was like seven years old. The devil I was book. like, oh, no, it's the devil. <laughs> well, who knew I was going to be so right? Uh, but anyway, this is, you know, why does it matter? I mean, look, when I show those images, like put that image back up there. This looks like Superman is about to make out with uh, Megan Rapinoe. Okay. Yeah. Like, like this, this is. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. So I'm not that worried about it. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Walgreens. Boy, the family, this family in Indiana, they visited Walgreens with their young kids to get flu shots, but Walgreens, Walgreens gave the kids full doses of COVID vaccines instead. Oh. Would you not lose your friggin' mind? Oh, my God. Uh, they're going to own that Walgreens. How old are they, were the kids? Uh, they're four and five. Kids. They're four and five. Four and five. And they got a full dose of adult. Whoa. I mean, you want to talk about lawsuit. And the thing that I was, the reason why I brought that up, Chad, is we've talked about it two weeks ago where Walgreens is now the paradise of vacations because you could get the flu shot and the COVID vaccine shot in the same location. Yeah. Now, I was having a conversation with the wife saying, I might be skipping this year's flu yeah. shot because I can't trust so Yvonne to, in the back of the pharmacy back there to, to, to give me the right you know, exactly. serum. So this completely <laughs> gets me all worked up because that's just creepy, bro. Yeah, they're working, though. Don't worry about it, Chris. They're going to make sure they're going to ensure this type of incident doesn't happen again. They said uh, they said that uh, patient safety is our top priority. And due to privacy laws, we cannot comment on specific patient events. But generally speaking, such instances are rare. And Walgreens takes these matters very seriously. Uh, in the event of an error, our first concern is always our patient's well-being. Our multi-step vaccination procedure includes several safety checks to minimize the chance of human error. And we have reviewed this process with our pharmacy staff in order to prevent such occurrences. You sure about that with the well, reviewing part? <laughs> well, yeah. This, well, this, these folks, this folks' last name uh, is Price. I think Walgreens is going to be named Price Greens. Uh, <laughs> Price Greens. <laughs> what Walgreens was I mean, this in? This was Where? Evansville, Indiana, which, oh, look, it's a sad deal. What if something, you know, harmed these kids? Right. I mean, you talk about, oh, well, it's rare. Well, you know what else is rare is my foot in your ass. <laughs> Lord, uh, but by it can't happen. The kids I, have now fever. They have cold symptoms. So, really? Yeah. Oh, there's, there's, there's yep. adverse reactions. Yep. There were, um, if you read, yeah, so... Um, and wow. they have a doctor's appointment, which I'm trying to get in contact with the parents, um, doctor's appointment in the following weeks because of the kids now having fever, cold symptoms, and they're like very... Uh, Syphilis. <laughs> All symptoms that they definitely, well, most likely have. wouldn't have, even if they got COVID. Yeah. yeah. If you're a child and you get COVID, like when Zach, who at the time was nine, my son, one night, the whole week we were quarantining, he was like a little tired, like fatigued and went to bed at eight o'clock. That was it. So chances are, if the kids ever were around and got COVID, they wouldn't even have, they'd be asymptomatic. Right. Yeah. Good work. Walgreens.
Well, Walgreens uh, in San Francisco, they're closing five of their stores next month because of that whole organized retail crime deal. You know, you can just go and steal whatever you want yeah, to steal. Yeah, you see, there's like videos uh, all over that. So I'm... they're just they're they're going to close their stores because everybody's stealing their shit. Yeah, they have nothing to sell. Yeah, <laughs> their stuff. We I out. mean, it's it, you're not a for profit business when everybody's coming and getting it for free. <laughs> and they're letting them. You watch yeah. these videos on Instagram. These guys are coming in, taking their crap, and walking out, and no one's saying boo. Yeah, at Walgreens, we'll be closing five additional stores in San Francisco, uh, including the blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's. I'm completely devastated by this news. This Walgreens is less than a mile from seven schools and has been a staple for seniors, families, and children for decades. This closure will significantly impact this community. Well, it's another reason why you can get the hell out of California. Right. Walgreens well, are closing. Bye. Well, I'll tell you, it's kind of funny because, uh, where's my wine bottle? It's kind of funny because um, uh, somebody said to me yesterday, they were coming at me on Twitter, and I was like, again, I don't care if you get the vaccine. It's the mandate. Yeah. And I was like, so you're telling me you don't have a problem if somebody puts something in your body right. without against your will. No. And I said, well, then I'm going to put my foot in your ass. I saw that. Hey, if you enjoy wine and you're tired of drinking the boring $10 grocery store bottles, you need to try the extreme altitude wine that comes from the mountains of Argentina. Pour that glass with your dinner that comes directly from the highest vineyards in the entire world. Six to 9,000 feet in the sky, any higher in the grapes wouldn't be able to survive. But this makes them tough and flavorful, and you want it in your glass. Uh, let me tell you, it's going to be a flavor like anything you've ever had. Blackberry, leather, smoke, a little dark cherry. Those are the notes. And it packs a punch. Trust me, it packs a punch. Uh, nature does all the works. And, and, and there's no dyes. There's no flavor additives. None of that stuff. No added sugars, all this. You need a taste of the Andes Mountains deep in Argentina. You need to get this stuff. It may, It's better for you with the red meat and the barbecue. So get this stuff right here at CowboyWines.com. You're going to get the top quality extreme altitude wine for about half the price. My audience gets 50% off the wine and 50% off the shipping. No promo code needed. You just go to CowboyWines.com. That's CowboyWines.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is uh, Superman's favorite segment of the show. This is the D Block. Um, there is apparently. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? What? I'm How do you have sex with Superman? Oh, jeez. I don't want to talk about it. I'm thinking about this way too much. Yeah, you really are. You're overthinking this. Like, like I've always wondered, like, how does Superman have muscles? I get, he, nothing's heavy. He can't work out. This is the deep thought segment of the show tonight, like, everybody. I, like his, I know he gets his energy from the sun, right? The Earth's sun or his strength. Right, like Superman, does he so ever go to the bathroom? Makes him all felt. Does he ever I mean, get hungry? He, but, but he could be like the, the Incredibles, right? Just be fat and overweight and still super strong? That's my kind of Superman. Yeah, like dad bod Superman. Yeah. You want to, I mean, if you want to really appeal to an audience, show me Superman that's kind of let it go. Right, you know, digs in his ass and scratches his balls. Like the dad bod I see in so many of the mannequins now in these stores. They're so mannequins stupid. of dad bods so with stupid. a belly. Um, hey, the uh, the mother of all caravans reportedly heading to the U.S. southern border. We don't want to call them aliens. That is offensive. Uh, there is uh, no reprieve for the border agents. U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, it's very lenient. The border is open 1,500 miles south of the border and 
Tapachula, Mexico activists and organizers, I don't, I got to come out of that, are said to be <laughs> massing tens of thousands of Haitian and Central American migrants, the mother of all caravans. Uh, they're coming, folks. I said this on the Chris Salcedo show the other day, and he was like, whoa, I haven't heard this. What? And, and because they basically said we're prepared for war. Uh, caravan, I'm not going to read that. This is in Spanish. Um, U.S. Customs and Border Protection plans for all possible scenarios based off information on the operation of smugglers or the movements of migrants. That was a Border Patrol spokesperson. Our posture and response are based on comprehensive analysis, not on any single report. The CBP stands ready to address any potential increase in migrant encounters. Texas Department of Public Safety is committed to securing our southern border. Uh, the agency replied in an email, while the department does not discuss operational specifics, we continue to monitor the situation as it unfolds in order to make real-time decisions and will adjust operations as necessary. They're coming. They're on their way. Yay. Awesome. Yay. Come on you, in. You thought lines at Six Flags sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait for this. <laughs> Wait for this. Oh, my gosh. Time to time to uh, bring up the te- state guard, the militias. People are like, somebody's, oh, my God, some troll came at me the other day. And she's like, you're, you're saying that we should declare war on Haiti. No. No, I'm not. I'm not. You're, you're stupid. I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it. She must be listening to a little more Demi Lovato than usual. I yeah, I can't read it for you. Can't read it for you. Yeah, can't, quite honestly, can't do it. Um, anyway, it's insanity. I'd love to go on a trip somewhere, but I can't. Southwest Airlines, you know, that's the whole thing. Anyway, we don't have time to get into that story because there's more important pressing things. And God bless the employees out there, these folks who are saying, no, we're not doing it. We're not going to fly the planes. We're not going to drive these trucks. I've been saying it over and over yeah, again. You You're have doing been. it. Yep. You know. Uh, pardon our delay while we protect your freedom. Thank you mm-hmm. to these uh, folks that are doing it. Mm-hmm. So many of them ex-military members, and God bless them, man. Just, you know, just God bless them. Woo! Free for all. Hey, make me feel guilty. Give me a TikTok. What do you think is the number one contributing factor to global warming? Agriculture? The fashion industry? Uh, something else? <laughs> I'll tell you a secret. It's the U.S. military. The U.S. military is the world's largest consumer of oil. It's the world's biggest polluter. Our armed forces create 750,000 tons of toxic waste every year. Depleted uranium, jet fuel, pesticides, lead, and other chemicals, too. Do you think it's a coincidence that the military emissions are often overlooked by climate studies? The Kyoto Protocol. That's why. (laughs) There are actually very few things we can do that are as environmentally catastrophic as war. I think we all can see the irony that we fight these wars in order to get oil. But if we didn't fight these wars, we wouldn't need the oil. Not as much. We're like a snake eating its own tail. She's been shopping where you've been shopping, Lisa Page. I think my dress is a lot better that than that one. That is the one. same same level of moo to the moo right there. Oh, my. Uh, okay, Napoleon Dynamite. I appreciate the dance, but uh, <laughs> I, what Dynamite. you were saying is completely lost in whatever shenanigans you were doing right there. I mean, you got to be like, that's kudos to you for having that kind of energy to I, really? do the kind of wiggle thing that, that you're going to do. That is a lot do. of energy right there. This right there, though, that right there, I don't what? give a shit what she said. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit, you know. Feed the war machine, you know, pump out the oil, make the money, blah, 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 blah. I get it. I, What's the, that? the issue there is 
this is a perfect example of where we are as a culture. Yes. When I say, am I crazy? Yes. Like, I'm going to do anything I can. Yep. To just get attention. Uh-huh. Like, I need you to focus on me. I need your attention. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what I say. Doesn't matter what I say. Just pay attention. Just look at the look at the bouncing ball. Mm-hmm. Look at the bouncing ball. Mm-hmm. The words don't matter. Mm-mm. I mean, she could have made the most eloquent point, could have been most the most profound thing. But no, no. Look at me first. Look at me. Because what's happening is the message is getting lost within the personality. Right? That's why we talk about the Demi Lovatos of the world and, and the Beto O'Rourke's and the AOC's and you list your moron. All of these people. The message gets lost in, in the personality. And so this is, uh, this is a perfect example. This is a silly example. I get that. And God bless her. Like, I wonder if that's that? how she walks through the grocery store to get, you know, right. like this right there. That's a COVID side effect. That's a vaccine side effect. Really? She's having convulsions straight like, up. Like, convul- that's a VAERS that's a right there. That is a, that is a vaccine injury, folks. We've just proven it. Uh, this, is, this is where we are as a society, yeah. as a culture. And that's yep. why I encourage people to get my book, Am I Crazy? Because I'm going to talk to you the underlying principles about this weird shit right here. It's jackassery. Uh, this is some straight-up jackassery. Yeah. Wow. You only I, find I'm, these weirdos on TikTok, too. I'm just legit curious about... Like, she like, she really had a message. She like really She had did. a lot. Like, she won't talk numbers and everything. Oh, and, and by the way... Wow. I had to cut that video. There's a lot more. I can only well, yeah, it was probably a three-minute TikTok, right? It was right? a three-minute yeah, TikTok, Yeah, I'm yes. surprised she didn't choke on her damn doily wearing her <laughs> <on the> neck. <laughs> Jeez. And what sucks is she's probably got three million followers on this damn... Oh, insanity oh my gosh hey i i want to tell you some things before we wrap up uh but first let's take a quick break we'll be right back and in summary children uh Texas Scorecard, follow them on Twitter. They're uh, and on their YouTube, their um, unedited, uncut conversation with Chad Prather. That's me. Uh, got released today. Uh, they're sitting down with all the gubernatorial candidates here in the state of Texas. So a little 20 minute chat. It's good, actually. Uh, I'm going to be sharing it in a lot of different places, but go look for it if you want to watch it. And uh, also, watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is. We can. Uh, <laughs> We're going to be there in Waco, and we got a lot going on this weekend. I'm also going to be in Colorado City tomorrow night, Thursday night, for a campaign event. Colorado City, and it is Colorado in Texas. Colorado hmm. City uh, in Texas. It, like, if you don't, like, I don't know where we're going to be, but, like, if you just ask around, there's not many people in Colorado. They'll tell you. They'll, they'll be able to tell you. So I'm looking forward to being out there uh, tomorrow night with you guys. On and on and on it goes. Be in Midland, Texas at the Rusty Bucket next week for a campaign. Oh, I like that Come name, on. the Rusty Bucket. Yeah. Ulta B. Man, <laughs> Chad's antics, and Chris's laugh. I love this show so much. The addition of Chris and his laugh has been awesome. To hear Chris spontaneously laugh makes Chad's antics even better. See, that's what was wrong with Mark and Candice, the queen of the Oath Ethiopians. <laughs> Mark's quiet. Candace was, Candace was uh, stoic. <laughs> I need laughter to fuel me. <laughs> Feed me laughter so I can wiggle all over the TikTok world. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Like I got ants in my pants. I got a She's doing like the worm. Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah, and the running man. Uh, subscribe to Lisa Page made me do it. If you want your FJB shirt, you go. go to chadonblaze.com. And also, before we all get canceled, go to blaze tv.com slash chad. 
Use promo code CHAD. Tell them you love them some, Chad. Go to where podcasts are offered, specifically Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating. It's all we'll accept, and it's what we deserve. And leave us a good review. We love y'all. And uh, I think we'll probably see you tomorrow night to get off the rails for Thursday night. We'll talk to you then. Bye.